0: Hello and welcome to Start the Beat with Sykes. I am Sykes and this is my podcast. Now before we get started, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank everyone who checked out last week's episode with Allegra. If you're one of the people who listened to that conversation, I hope you enjoyed it and thanks so much for coming back. But for those of you out there who are new to the show, welcome. Welcome. Please feel free to make yourselves at home. And as always, there's beer and soda in the fridge. Ugh, had a little thing in me. Had to get it out. It's out. Let's keep going. Today on the show, we got my friend Anna, who writes, records, and performs music under the name Swamp Walk. For those of you who aren't familiar with Swamp Walk or Anna, she does really, really cool stuff. She makes these little bleeps and bloops on a game boy and then add some other bleeps and bloops with other devices and then play some guitar and sings on top of it it's really it's good it's awesome stuff i've actually been trying to get her on the show for a while and thankfully i was finally able to do so in celebration slash promotion of her newest lp that she just released called us versus them which just came out this past friday and she's going to be having a release show for this, this weekend, Friday, November 11th at Gooskies, playing alongside Zuppel, who are fucking awesome, The Lopez, who are fucking awesome, and a band from Cincinnati called Vacation, who I've never heard, but just given the other present company on this bill, I can only assume they are fucking awesome as well. And yeah, I'm gonna be there, you should be there. Starts at 9 p.m., 6 bucks, 21 plus, Sorry, kiddos. Maybe next time you'll be old enough. I that I don't know where I'm going with that. Anyways, Swamp block is on the show today. And we had a really, really awesome conversation about how she got into writing and recording music, specifically chiptune slash electronic stuff. What experiences have been like performing that stuff. And, I don't know, just being kind of an introvert. Uh, throwing yourself into an environment where you need to be a very extroverted type of person, you know, being not super social, but hey, I'm a musician and I am playing shows and I need to talk to people and what the balancing act of that is like, because I think a lot of creatives go through that. I know I certainly did back when I was Starting doing this stuff, and I think I still go through it too sometimes, depending on who I'm playing with, where I'm playing, different cities, blah blah blah. Anyways, I'm rambling. You don't want to hear me talk, you want to hear Anna talk. So let's get into my conversation now with Swamp Walk, aka Anna, or Anna, aka Swamp Walk. I don't know how I'm gonna build this, it doesn't matter. Fuck it. Sit back, relax. And let's start the motherfucking beat. We do you have one right there? This does have a sock on Hello. it.
1: Hello, hello, swamp
0: walk in the house. Yes, yes. What's up, beautifuls? You should just keep blowing on that yingling bottle. We can just do a... Uh, that's, how
1: you, that's how we sound check around here.
0: We could do... <laughs> 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 this could just be an hour-long like improv noise set. Could yeah. be your whole podcast. Yeah, that's what I was
1: planning. So <laughs> let see what else I can get. Just gotta keep drinking. drinking. Oh, are we doing it? Yeah, we're on.
0: <laughs> we're good. <laughs> we just had like a dope conversation about hot tubs and the relaxation and meditation of being in water being stressed out needing to calm down you know you seem like a reasonably calm person every time i see you
1: (laughs) it's because you always see me when i'm on my best behavior
0: (laughs) (laughs) but i can i think just being a uh creative person in general you're probably naturally like a psychopath in your head when no one else is around i can relate to that 100 so i don't really know you a whole a whole lot i don't know you at all that much outside of the fact that you do music and stuff but you do unique music that not a lot of people do so why
1: no you were gonna ask this (laughs) Um, I don't know, I definitely have a weird outsider problem, like, you'll always find me, like, finding the farthest away I can go, (laughs) like, if there's a party, like, find the outskirts, It's where you'll find me, so I think there's, like, a secret, like, complex there about it, like, desire, I don't know if it's running away from just, like, people, because they scare me, (laughs) but I don't know, the Game Boy, you know what I mean, it's also just what I know, you know what I mean, like picked up a Game Boy and I was like oh this is small this is cool this is a sequencer let's do this you know I don't know I people always say that oh what you do is so unique but to me I'm like just sounds like some songs to me. So
0: (laughs) whenever you started programming stuff on the Game Boy did you just come across it by chance or was it something you heard about and you decided to seek out?
1: Well my little sister Mariah, what up, girl? What up? <laughs> no, you'll listen to this. <laughs> she probably won't. <laughs> but she was super into chiptune for a while, like 8-bit stuff, like <clears throat> just heavy. Listening
0: it. to it or creating it? Listening
1: to it. Okay. So then my older sister, what up, Heather? <laughs> um, Got her an LSDJ card and was like, oh, yeah, you should make music and stuff. But like she's more into like She's doing coding and stuff now, so I don't know. She just never really picked it up, and I was like, yo, can I get that? (laughs) (laughs) Because I just thought it was fun, and I was like, why isn't anyone singing over this? Even though, of course, there were people singing over it. I just didn't know or whatever. Um, Yeah, and that's how I got my first LSDJ cart. (laughs) So
0: now, were you composing music at all or writing music at all before this? Or was this like (laughs) the gateway into music was LSDJ?
1: I wish that was my origin story. Like, just picked up an LSDJ card and that's how Swamp Walk was born. But That is kind of how Swamp you Walk was You should probably just born, go but.
0: with that. We can edit this if you need to.
1: Yeah, let's just edit. Let's fix this in post. No, okay. no. I've been playing forever. I'm most, for the longest time, a violin player. Okay. Um. So, I have some background there and, like, got into, like, weird Irish music. Like, <laughs> gotta cut all of this out. <laughs> <laughs> my my vlogging Molly era, like that shit. I was all about that. I don't know. But anyways, I started writing probably in high school, like stupid, shitty, like acoustic guitar, like oh life sucks, <laughs> like that kind of stuff. Yeah. And yeah. Um started a band in high school. We were like all girl band, of course, classic. <laughs> Just covered some shit. Um I think I told you, Heather from Roulette Waves played drums in that band, yeah. <laughs> which is really funny. Baldwin hero stories. <laughs> oh, Christ. But yeah, the second year we did Battle of the Bands, I wrote my first like debut song called Screw You, which is like an angry song <laughs> that I wrote about some girl that was like, fucking me over. I was like, fuck you. Or yeah, screw you. That was, was "Screw screw you, if you will. Yeah.
0: Did you want it to be fuck you, but you changed it to screw you for the talent show?
1: No, the the hook was like, screw me once, you're a fool, screw me twice, I'm the fool, but screw me three times and screw you. So like if it was fuck you, I don't know. Yeah, just wouldn't it, have w- been, it wouldn't have quite yeah. had the same, you know, yeah, essence to it.
0: <laughs> have you ever noticed sometimes whenever you hear, say, a radio edited version of a song, and they have to change the swear word, and it actually sometimes makes the song better because they're not swearing. There's um, I think there was like that Little John song way back in the day that was like the "Don't start no stuff, won't be no stuff" or whatever. But it was like "Don't start no shit, won't be no shit." I always like the stuff better than the shit. And there was like some other example of that, like in the Missy songs when like they would edit her swearing with like animal noises. <laughs> I always thought that was so tight. Like, why isn't that... That should have been the the game plan from the joke. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, if you first hear, like, especially, like, listening to the radio and stuff, like, if you hear, like, an edited version and then you hear, like, the unedited version and you're like, oh, fuck, you just, like, get used to it or whatever. Ah, That's, I, like, these kids I used to work with, we'd, like, go around in the van and listen to Whammo and shit, and they, like... Would they knew the swear words, but they would like do the like cut out like
0: swear (laughs) words?
1: Yeah, it was so funny. I was like, guys, I don't know. So it sounded. I could see where you're coming from. (laughs) That's just me,
0: my personal opinion. Now, I think it obviously makes sense that you had some background in music before picking up LSDJ, because I can't (laughs) imagine anybody with no background in music just picking up LSDJ. Like, yeah, I could figure this out because that shit is. Really weird at first to get used to. Had you worked with any type of a step sequencer prior to LSDJ? No.
1: Not really.
0: Okay. Other than
1: like Mario Paint like back in the day. And I don't know if (laughs) that that really
0: counts. The first thing that fucks with me with LSDJ and it still fucks with me to this day is the fact that it's a vertical scroller. It's not horizontal. That's so weird to get used to for me. Granted, I probably have like (laughs) 10 hours total of time messing with LSDJ. I've worked on it a little bit and made melodies that i have worked into other beats, but I've never composed something 100% in LSDJ. And that's how you are using it as well. You know, you don't use 100% Game Boy. You add stuff to it now. Mm -hmm. And from the last (laughs) time that I saw you. You're adding even more. You you were trying to, but you forgot a a power adapter or something.
1: Thanks, man. (laughs) It happens. It's already been haunting my nightmares. now. that was terrible. I was so excited, and that's what I always do at shows. Like whatever goes wrong, nobody fucking knows or cares. But I'm always like every person. I like feel the need to be like, no, man. Like, oh fuck this thing. Let me just tell you, the (laughs) show
0: I played on Sunday was a disaster because I'm running like uh when I play full band now I'm running like a projector. And I have to run two different laptops to make everything work. And there's, like, cables with backtracks going to the drummer, then another cable going to the PA, cables going to my stuff. And, like, I accidentally, like, unplugged everything in the middle of a song, and it was, like, so confusing (laughs) trying to figure out what needed to be plugged in. Nightmare. Like, doing electronic music live (laughs) in any capacity is really a nightmare if you're doing more than just, like, Oh, I'm just running some backtracks. Like if you're actually trying to plug in multiple pieces of electronic equipment, it is chaos. So, which I'm sure you're coming to find. <laughs> As yeah. you continue yeah, to yeah. like build and Definitely. build upon your setup. Now, let's, let's talk about some music shit. Let's get this out of the way. I feel like we're going to get sidetracked really easily. So let's get Aww. the important stuff out of the way. Or maybe okay. the sidetrack is the important stuff. I don't know.
1: <laughs> no, have it, have at it. But I. You finished I an do album. You though.
0: finished an album, correct?
1: Mm-hmm. Almost <laughs> finished an album. <laughs> it's coming out really soon, but I'm feeling good about it. Actually, check it out, November fourth.
0: Oh, that's the official of day.
1: them, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I w- I really want. It was like I was like hitting you up, like yeah, I want this to like, come out like election week because it's just like a charged up. Like it's like all my political songs I've been like storing up in my soul. And I'm like, I'm blasting them out at this time. And it's like really been helping me with not getting caught up like in the election season and all the drama because I definitely get caught up in that shit easy. But so, yeah, it's going to come out that Friday, hopefully, and just like float around, be in the air. (laughs)
0: Cool. I'm super excited to hear it. I like the song that you put out. Put out one track, right? Or yep. was that for something else? No, that's that for this from, album. That was from
1: the album. Yeah. Okay, just making
0: sure, I got my facts straight. Got your facts straight. <laughs> so, politics. I don't really talk politics on the show, but that's where your your inspiration, I guess, with this particular group of songs is coming from.
1: Yeah, like, like not not how do you specifically more like just the ridiculous like social politics, of life. not
0: necessarily like.
1: No, it's it's called Us vs. Them and it's very much like playing into the like they did this to us like, okay. kind of feeling, but it's not like a specific song about like the Bill of Rights or something like that. You know, it's like a little more subtle than that, but...
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> so. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. Also, yeah, you know, I, you're like, oh, I don't know you that well. Like, welcome to the club. Because I'm a super weird person to be around. So that's that's what you're feeling right
0: now. No. <laughs> hey, cheers. No. Um, how long have you been working on this collection of songs?
1: Um, some of them. Or more recent, um, I'm trying to think of like this the oldest your, song on this album.
0: This is going to be your first like full length in quotation marks, right? <laughs> is this a full length?
1: Um. Well, what do you consider a full length?
0: Oh, well, How I mean, many minutes? <laughs> well, it's up to you. You can make your own damn rules. You be yeah, whatever no, you want. No, I have
1: another full length. It's called Sweating Out the Small Stuff. That was my first album. Okay. Uh, two-sided tape.
0: You know, I think, that is that on Bandcamp? Has that been out for a while?
1: Yeah, that's been out for a That was the
0: first stuff of yours that I actually heard because there was people from all angles of my fucking life telling me that I needed to check out Swamp Walk. Seriously. Aww. A lot of people have some positive feels for you.
1: Yeah, I appreciate that, and I'm glad you checked it out.
0: <laughs> yeah, I did, and I liked it. But it, I'm so interested. It's cool because that stuff seems it was a lot more minimalistic compared to like where your direction's going, and I guess that's just like a evolution. Like was some of that stuff that you wrote on sweating out the small stuff <laughs> prior to like getting into LSDJ or like early stage LSDJ stuff.
1: Yeah, like, there's a little bit of LSDJ on that, for sure, and some, like, sequence drums and stuff. I My old project, Nothing Special, I love you, Megan, if you're listening. <laughs> I'm doing so many shout-outs. Um, but my old project, Nothing Special, like, some of the songs, like, from that were, like, a couple of, like, old Nothing Special era songs, which was, like, my acoustic project my friend Megan played xylophone on. Um So, yeah, just kind of, like, I went, I used to be like, don't plug me in don't point point a mic at me like none of that i was like hardcore acoustic like i just didn't want to deal with any of that shit just wanted to like sing and play and uh-huh. now i'm buried in wires you know so like you said <laughs> natural progression i think i just got tired of like the whole acoustic life and I was like um oh. and then i got an lsdj cart and <laughs> slowly corrupted my music
0: How has beginning to work with electronics in your music opened up doors or opportunities for you as a performer? Because I know that you played it at Replay Festival, (laughs) which for people that don't know, it was a video game convention that happened. And I know that was probably like an awkward experience getting to play that (laughs) at like what like. Seven forty five in the morning <laughs> yeah. or whatever.
1: Over the over my toast. Just <laughs> kidding. I didn't have any toast.
0: No, it was early though, right? It you was early, like, it was yeah. Like I played it at eleven. Oh, okay. My
1: name was on the banner though. Like
0: But still, luckily you, no one
1: was there to see how it went. I'll say that.
0: But <laughs> you were still I mean, regardless of how it went and how weird it may have been, you still got to do it. Like that's a new opportunity. So how in other ways have like doors started to open? As you've put yourself out into the world as a, I mean, what or do you consider yourself an electronic musician now or how do, how do you bill it? What do you say? I'm, I'm not in the genres either. So it's kind of a problem. But
1: yep. it's a problem. for You know, me what too. do you
0: do? <laughs> Somebody's like, so like, what's your stuff like? I'm like, you know, it's like, it's like hip hop with a live band. Sometimes, sometimes it's just by myself, but it's still not really hip hop. It's kind of like hip hop. Yeah. It's like, what? So it's like, and I feel like you could have the same issue.
1: I do. (laughs) (laughs) I do. I do. I always say, um, I'll always be like, I'm a singer songwriter because I still have that. And I think like what I'm most like concerned with still is like writing songs, like writing lyrics writing music you know what I mean like so I see myself (coughs) as a singer songwriter but obviously like the big like (laughs) not the bigger I get but like the bigger my setup gets like the more awkward it becomes to like be playing an acoustic show or something like like a singer songwriter crowd and it's still fine and I'm like working that I'm trying to figure out like different modes of my set and stuff so that I can like just morph it into whatever it needs to be
0: but I don't know. Do you think you could still perform some of your songs in a stripped-down fashion if you had to? Or does the new material rely on the electronics to a point that it might be not getting the point across in the same way?
1: Um, Definitely the new album would be harder, but I played an acoustic show a while back for the first time in a while, and it felt awesome. Like, no plugs. <laughs> just like And I played my one song... <clears throat> That's like originally on Game Boy and electric guitar, and I just played it on acoustic and sang, and it. I thought it sounded cool. Still, you know what I mean? Like, because yeah. again, like the the songs are what you know. I know where the song is what? within the song, so like I feel like it could kind of. I
0: think play that's with like, it a little bit. For me, that's like a textbook definition: singer songwriter, someone that's <laughs> able to, you know, strip their song down to that minimal, you know. Just like a, a keyboard and vocals, or a guitar and vocals, piano and vocals, or whatever you know. And if you're still able to do that, then you are a singer songwriter at the core. Yeah, exactly.
1: Th- but that doesn't really with, mean with a lot anything of knobs. To <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> with a bunch of weird shit. Yeah, I'm always. I mean, I'm still trying to figure out like what my best like setup will be. But just keep writing songs and well, like mean, doing what I find fun. <laughs> I I've
0: been messing with electronic music for. Like the past decade And I will tell you That you're never going to have One final setup It's always going to change And you're never going to know What you're doing So Look forward to that <laughs> <laughs> No But for that's sure. what makes uh, it fun
1: No absolutely you know? Absolutely I guess what I should say Is that I'm trying to I always seem to have like One too many things going on Sure <laughs> So I'm trying to like figure out what one of those things like I need to stop fucking
0: around with. I think that the one thing that really helped me was giving in to uh, backtracks, backtracking some stuff and then still having stuff that's triggered live. But uh, especially with uh, drum tracks, I find that it's best to have them on some sort of a. Something stable like a WAV file, just playing off of a computer. But do you do a lot of your drums on LSDJ? <laughs> or so,
1: so much, so much laughing. Um, I do, I do. Yeah. And sometimes it's all right. You know what I mean? Like depending on how much else is going on, I'm not a hundred percent sure how LSDJ processes things. But it only has four channels, and I feel like the more, yeah. you know what I mean? Like naturally, it'll like mix for itself. But like. If you want to run your kicks and you're running, like, bassy notes and shit, I just feel like it gets a little murky or you have less punch in your kick, which yeah. is why I got that Volca that I didn't have the plug for when you saw me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just for something a little, you know, for me, I don't write, like, crazy, don't yet write anything that crazy drum-wise, so it's like, I just want a punchy kick. <clears throat> and yeah. the Game Boy... We'll kind of do it, you know what I mean? Depending on the sound system, too, you know? <laughs>
0: That's a really big, uh a really important and big point to make, which is also really makes us, like, people in situations like me and you, playing, like, we're kind of, like, embedded in this DIY community, and DIY community shows tend to not always have the best sound available, and our setups really require like a certain caliber of speaker for it to be like represented properly because like I for me personally I don't know if you feel this way but anytime I'm playing a show especially around people I don't know I feel like I'm starting off immediately looking like a joker because I have like all these dude ads and all this stuff and then the second something doesn't start working like something goes off it's like well of course you know i feel like i'm giving electronic music a bad name because like something's fucking up or it is working but it just sounds like shit dear Do yeah. i don't yeah, know
1: yeah that's basically my my entire <laughs> life <laughs> No, but part of that is on me, too, you know what I mean? Like, I have this little Mackie Thump 12 that I'm like, oh, will just bring that around as, like, an amp, just as, like, a safeguard so I know I can put my kick on the floor. Because, again, like, that's, like, the <clears> – <throat> I need that. You know, being by myself, especially involving all these weird gadgets and shit, it's like I need something to, like, anchor me. <laughs> sure. So I'll bring it, and then, like, when I do bring it, I won't need it. And then, like, when I do need it, I'll have it sitting in the car and stuff. I don't know. It's tough, though, but, yeah, it's really – risky of going through even hip hop shows and stuff like that you know what i mean i'm sure it's definitely important with hip hop i feel to have like a solid oh, sound system Definitely and it can really fuck up things yeah <laughs> i otherwise
0: yeah i wish i was better at um mixing songs for shitty pa systems i remember i was in a battle of the beats competition once and uh, this dude just knew the PA, the dude who won. I was talking with him afterwards, and he just knew the PA system so well. Um, that he was telling me that, like, yeah, like about how he specifically mixed some stuff a certain way because he knew that, like, what he needed to do with that sound system to make his beat sound like that extra mile. I was like, oh wow, I don't even fucking think of that. I'm just thinking about how something sounds in my house. <laughs> yeah. And again, yeah, it's another huge issue with performing electronic music in air quotes. Again, live is just, it never sounds right. Especially when you start mixing in like other instruments with it, which you do with guitar, but you'll figure it out. And again, most people aren't going to notice this besides us because <laughs> We're
1: listening for it. Yeah, we're, exactly. We're, if you make it, then yeah. you hear it. And that's who you fear. That's who I fear. I was talking to my friend the other day, you know what I mean? Not fear, but you're like, well, as an artist, like you want other artists to be like, oh, yeah, you don't want them to think like, oh, that shit or whatever. You know what I mean? That yeah. It mean something to whenever, me. Even, even though when you hear my drums, you'll be like, you sure, it means something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you find yourself whenever you're creating music, like thinking about what, your peers are going to think of that music or like, like thinking about like what this normal part, like, okay, let me start this question over again. (laughs) Whenever you're making music, you're writing music, you know, are you concerned with what anybody else might think of it? Or are you just like doing whatever the fuck you want to (laughs) do? Or is it like a mixture? It's a definite mixture.
1: It's a definite mixture. I know exactly what you mean. And I think about all of that stuff. I overthink everything. <laughs> but not the birth of a song. Like, the birth of a song for me is just like, like, there it is. Like, bring, bring, it's me, a song. And I'm like, oh, there you are. <laughs> like, Or sometimes I'll, you know, have lines. And, like, you know, I write songs in different ways and stuff like that. But when a, for me, like, when a song comes to me or whatever, like, or a topic or whatever, you know what I mean? Something I'm like, oh, yeah, like, I want to write about that. That part to me is like pure (laughs) i'm not thinking about like and i like it and a lot of times those things and like songs that people respond to really well are songs that have just popped into my head because it's probably just something that like humans feel and go through you know (laughs) so so it makes sense but it feels good so that's like the best kind of feeling is whenever you don't but i'm talking more about like the production end of it like i've gotten into the whole world of production and like I have so much respect for all these guys who like know how to mix and master and like just learning all those skills. I'm still just like learning all those skills. So I just get like (sighs) frustrated (laughs) and like not paranoid, but like self-conscious of like my mix. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I'm like, won't let anybody help me. (laughs) (laughs) It's a real predicament.
0: (laughs) Electronic music is hard to record and mix when you're dealing with crazy synthesizer sounds that sound different on every speaker because you're listening to it through a speaker that has a certain frequency range that it can output and you're doing some crazy shit on LSDJ that sounds totally normal on your speakers, but then you listen to it on your friend's speakers and you're like, why the fuck is this like a thousand times louder and it's just because they're different speakers (laughs) and then you go home and try to fix it but you can't just trying to like find that happy medium i find the most especially with electronic music it can be a real nightmare when you're dealing with synth sounds
1: yep living it right now living it right now no but it's but it's great too i mean that's something else i'm learning to do is just be like here's where i'm at again i wrote these songs like do i like the songs enough to put them out sure So I will, you know what I mean? (laughs) And as far as the production levels, like, that will come with time or I'll work with somebody in the future or whatever. I don't know. It's definitely a tricky process, making an album (laughs) and making all those choices and stuff. But Yeah,
0: I'm sitting on about eight new tracks now. Um, I'm starting to kind of track stuff out, but I'm really dreading getting into that process again. Cause I, I mean, I know what it's like, I've done it a few times, and I'm excited about this new material. Like, I think it's my best stuff I've ever done. I want to get it recorded. I want to get it in all y'all's eardrums. <laughs> but I'm still just like thinking about the like half a year year <laughs> that's going to take me to record and mix this fucking album, because like you, I don't really Reach out for help too much, and I'm already doing more than enough things, so might have to put some stuff on hold. Might not do an episode of the podcast for like half a year. You didn't hear that, (laughs) nobody fucking heard that. It might happen, it might happen though. Might have to go on hiatus so I can put out an album. So, what the fuck am I gonna do? I spend probably like four to five hours a week alone, just like. Recording and editing these probably more than that. Honestly, that's a lot of time. You know how many hours I've spent in the past month working on new psych stuff, like on a computer. Probably not many. Probably not even one.
1: Damn, man. Yeah,
0: right. I mean, let's just let's cancel the interview. This <laughs> is so. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, it's like that's not true. I've worked, no, it's I've worked, it's hard. I've worked you on do some a beats lot. and stuff. You seem so. like
1: you do a lot, and it's really hard. And find that's what I mean. Like me. I'm slowly learning, like, my limits, like, my therapist, yeah, I go to therapy, (laughs) Um, was like, yeah, maybe try, like, learning your limits before you try testing them, (laughs) Wow. and I was like, you know what, lady, you're probably right, you know, (laughs) but anyways, that's just on me, I'm just saying that, and I had to drop that I was in therapy, because peace and love to all my brothers and sisters and everybody out there who has a hard time getting through the days, you know. Yeah. that's a big part of swamp walk is just processing all that shit and like being a voice <laughs> that's not afraid to like say I'm in therapy not that it's that brave but <laughs> well, no. but anyways what was I trying to get at oh doing too many things so yeah now that I'm like living back home like it's much easier for me to like not get distracted and do stuff and like channel that time out. and sometimes, You know what I mean? Like, I've had to quit bands and stuff before that I, like, really liked playing in. Yeah.
0: Done, or yeah. I really
1: enjoyed, and it's just like, well, gotta just decide what I want to do most and just do it. Maybe leave a little time to... Smile occasionally. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm.
1: No, and reminding yourself to smile when you make stuff. Like, I do that. Like, I'll get all worked up and, like, frustrated with my mix or something. And I'll just be like, chill out, chill out. And then I'll, like, be laughing again. Like, I do drawings and stuff, too. And I always say that, like, uh, I know I've done a good drawing if it makes me laugh. And, like, all my drawings that I've ever put out have, like, made me LOL. So, (laughs) got to remember to enjoy yourself out there, right?
0: Do you... (laughs) I think, I, have you posted artwork on the internets? Have I seen things? Or is this private?
1: <laughs> no, I mean, artwork is maybe, like, a stretch. But, like, I do little comics and stuff like that. Little doodles? Um, little doodles. My zine, Facts of Life. Put out three volumes of that. Just, like, silly little drawings of, like, blobby stick figure guys. Like, waxing philosophical about cookies and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Cookies and suicide and like everything in between. Aliens, ladies.
0: <laughs> that's that's like the that's like some sort of a life pyramid. Yeah, right back to
1: life. Check it out. <laughs> links in the comments <laughs> What is some Links in the comments. Yeah. Links in the bio or whatever. Description. <laughs> description. The... There
0: it is. Links in the description. <laughs> so what's coming up in the? What are you foreseeing kind of after you put out this album? I know that we had mentioned before the microphones were on, you're talking about how it's cool living at home again because you have some time to save up money. And if you wanted to do a tour or something, you might be more able to do that. So is this something that you're thinking about pursuing is like, you know, taking this on the road and... Taking this on the road. Taking
1: this and taking Swamp Walk on the road. road Yeah, I mean, but
0: like, I mean, you're obviously (laughs) super passionate about this project. You're doing it. You've been doing it for a while and, you know, it keeps growing. You keep on building up to something. So you're planning on like trying to get out there, meet people, shake hands. Talk to people. Let's let's slow down. Let's slow down. This is where I'm getting. This is where I'm getting. Because this is a really interesting thing just for me. Because, you know, you're in this position where you're like somewhere between like an introvert and like an extrovert in the ways of just like artistically. So it's like, what is balancing that like for you, you're just shaking your head at me. I'm shaking be- my head. I'm shaking my head at <laughs> my
1: life. That's not for you. That's not for my life. <laughs> no, it's really hard, and I definitely have that problem of like extreme, like playing with the extremes <laughs> of like being really extroverted, being really introverted. <clears throat> questioning, you know, whatever, I don't know, something's wrong <laughs> upstairs with this old girl. But I do want to, you know, I love talking to people and stuff like that, too. Again, it comes back to, like, figuring out what I need f- personally first. Like, I always joke about Maslow's Pyramid of Needs, you know, what it's, like, self-actualization at the top, and then, like, food and water is, like, the base level, and I always joke that, like, I try and start at the top and, like, work down,
0: okay. which
1: doesn't work, you know? Yeah. And it's, like, handshaking is, like, the second or third level. (laughs) Like, friends and stuff, you know what I mean? Like, I'm somebody who's still, like, tracking, like, my food to make sure, like, I remember to eat sometimes, you know? So, I definitely want a tour. I'm worried about it because I have an unpredictable uh, mind sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) So, that's held me back in the past. But I'm pretty sure that everyone who had any desire to see me in Pittsburgh has. (laughs) So, it's time to go. And I've had some awesome people, like, offer to me to like bring me along on tours before and stuff like that like mentioned it I just haven't followed through yet because I I just worry <laughs> I have some worries sometimes you know what I mean like a lot of aspects of it but I'm definitely ready and I want to this album I don't know that I want a tour with this or
0: not what you're about to release
1: yeah I'm wow. already on to my way to next hype it. <laughs> No, no, it's not that. It- I I like this a lot, but like you said about uh, using backtracks and stuff like that. Like I, there's a lot of like loop based stuff going on in this album, and like a lot of layering. It's like it's just a heavy, saturated album, and to me, that's like. And of course, I could strip it down, and like I very well may. I'm gonna try and like at least hit maybe New York, or you know, I've the farthest I've played is Pitt Greensburg. Swamplog <laughs> hasn't walked far from home yet. But like I've been offered a couple of New York shows, like I know I can at least do that, so I'm gonna try, try for it. But it's also it's just like I just want to dance around now. (laughs) That's my next plan. I shouldn't talk about it now, but I want to make like a like a fun EP that I can like run around and sing and dance. That's what's coming next. Okay. I've like sweat out the small stuff, if you will. Now I'm like throwing up all over myself, like over like them. Uh-huh. Getting that out, and then I'm gonna like run around and dance and make like a one like save file worth of LSDJ and like with the Volca.
0: Like, no make, guitar. You think it?
1: Or at least I'll dance. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe guitar. I mean, that's something I'm trying to work into my set too is like having like levels of it, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, maybe one track, like, I will just, like, use a launch pad to trigger loops and then, like, pick up the guitar and, like, do a Game Boy guitar song or something like that. When
0: you compose music, are you thinking about how you're going to execute it live? Or do you just kind of write it and say, I'll figure it out?
1: (laughs) (laughs) A little bit of both. A little bit of both. Like, again, timelines are hard for me, at least, with releasing stuff, because you want to, like put it out at the right time you want to still be passionate about it whenever it comes out or whatever and like not beat it to death. So I was thinking about this like, oh, how am I going to do this album live or whatever? But then I was like, it's more important to me that it comes out this November, you know what I mean, <laughs> okay. than it is that I can like put on a good show of it live because for me it's kind of just like a piece. It's like, okay, here it is. This is about this. Like I don't necessarily you know, I don't think it would be that fun to perform all the time like it's still like to you know what I mean I just don't know that I want to tour on this album or not maybe a few shows like that's something I want to get into as well is like <clears throat> just planning out like bigger shows like incorporating visual elements or like costume you know what I mean something yeah. so that when people come out it's like you know because at least for me I've done the whole like playing a show a week <clears throat> thing and I haven't even done it like nearly as much as like other people <laughs> have done it because I get too worn out but <clears throat> I want to, like, be like, hey, friends, like, come out and see me play. Like, I am putting on a show, you know? Yeah, I mean?
0: like, like you you make an event rather than just, like, oh, I'm playing at Roboto this week. But, you know, if you miss that, you know, I'm going to be playing at, you know, the, the, the Jamboree House over in fucking Millvale or some shit, you know, like, next week. And if you miss that, I'm going to be... Back at Roboto again the week after (laughs) that, like instead of giving people all of these opportunities to see you and then ultimately uh, most of them never coming through at all to see you just be like, look, this is like one big event that I'm doing and I got all these awesome people playing. It's like the only show I'm going to be playing for like three months in Pittsburgh. Come out and then just like really focus your energy on getting people to the show making the event like a big thing, working on visuals, doing all this cool stuff. And then you get everybody there at once. And then you give everybody like a really good impression of what you're doing rather than maybe they'll come out and see you at Roboto playing in front of like 10 kids with like so, so sound and like a weird atmosphere sometimes <laughs> depending on who's around. You know what I mean? No, it's just like... I absolutely <laughs> do, and
1: that's why I'm sorry. Saying. It was like
0: a rant. That was a little personal. <laughs> <laughs> like, like... Tell us
1: how you really feel. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I trust me. I feel you. I, I do not regret any of those house shows. <laughs> well, maybe a couple. I regret.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, I, most, but you
1: know what I'm saying. Like most they, of the it time, I've their, played
0: those shows. They're great, but it's still
1: it gets exhausting after a while because it's stressful to the promoters. You know what I mean? Because there's always new bands and stuff, people who want to get on a show. So it's like I used to just be like, "Oh, you want to play a show? Yeah. You want to play a show? Yeah." Like I just felt so excited that people were asking me to play shows, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, of course." But then I started thinking, one, like, am I gonna enjoy doing this? Because if you aren't enjoying yourself, that really comes across <laughs> and then not only is that bad for like the show like financially probably but like it's just bad for everybody's spirit you know what i mean you don't want to like go in and like not want to be there and just like, yeah. be
0: nobody goes aspectical. to a show at a bad time
1: <laughs> i don't know some probably <laughs> just kidding just kidding guys i know you don't <laughs> No, but I definitely think that is more fun. You know what I mean? Like, to me, like, I love the idea of, like, a big celebration. I think about some of my favorite shows and just, like, the elements. Like, what are the shows that I've really enjoyed and, like, what made them really cool, you know? And some some of that could be, like, you, you know, and when you're making an album, too, it might be, like, oh, this is how I want to perform that. Like, this dance thing I want to do, that I'll go play for three months straight. You know what I mean? Because uh-huh. I think it'll be fun. The intent of it is to, like, make people move. It's not, like, here's a show. Here are my songs. <laughs> It like would have like a slightly different intent, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it would be more fun for me, at least. Again, all that aside, I want to run around and dance. Well, I
0: mean, <laughs> another important thing to really mention, too, is that, you know, this is your thing. You know, this is you, 100% solo. So, you know, you have all of these decisions to make, which is cool. You know, you could do whatever the fuck you want. It's like, hell yeah. But then sometimes if you want to do all this stuff, you know, you're only one person. And then it goes back to that, like, don't do too much. And my favorite, you only have 100% of yourself as a person to give. And the more things you do, the more you're dividing up that 100%. So it can be really hard by yourself to focus on writing the songs, you know, setting up a show, figuring out. Your visuals that you want to do, figuring, you know, figuring out how the songs are going to be played live, yada, yada, yada. Like, all of that on just your plate can be chaos. Trust me, I've been there. I know it. (laughs) But I think that's why it might be better to take your time on planning those events. Just making sure each little piece of the puzzle gets the appropriate amount of attention that it needs to be successful in the long run when you... Hit that execute button, and then the show happens. Yeah, you know what I'm saying
1: I do. <laughs>
0: part two of this question, <laughs> I guess it's not, it's not really part I two of the question. Part
1: one even was.
0: Well, I was just talking about being a solo performer. <laughs> oh, and yeah, yeah. Do you ever sure. like miss or have a desire to work with other people in a music setting, like a playing a band again or make music with other people or bring other people into swamp walk to help with live things like there's all sorts of options or just playing in a you know doing another project with other people is that something you ever think about are you just like super focused on swamp walk right now
1: (laughs) when you put it like that no i'm trying to slowly i mentioned this to you before that i'm trying to start with like features like be like, hey, like, I, Momon on has a track with me on this album. I'm super excited about it because it's like, I guess there is a reason I'm by myself again. Like, baseline problem is that I'm just have a hard time communicating with people. Sure. <laughs> <sometimes>. <laughs> Especially in that context, and like, I don't, like I don't a creative make context. Any... Yeah, I don't want to make excuses for myself or anything, but I i have often in the past, like, I feel, like, sort of, like, clammed up and not been able to, like, be, like, okay, I'm gonna remain chill and, <laughs> like, say what I think and, like, just do it, you know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> um... So collaborating can be tricky, you know what I mean? And definitely the reason I do Swamp Walk, like I said, is because it's an outlet for me to like, it's like my baby. It's like the one thing that like I can just do. Nobody can tell me how to do it or what to do. And not to say that collaborating is like that. In fact, it shouldn't be like that. And the fact that I would even
0: <laughs> mention no, that it could think, be is like I think what you're saying part is like of the problem. more or less like not necessarily <laughs> collaborating, but being in a band where you're working with a group of people that all kind of have some sort of an equal say in what's going on. And then maybe butting heads during the creative process. Like you don't have to worry about that type of stuff.
1: Yeah. And exactly. And I, it makes me upset even now just thinking about it. Cause I'm like, I don't want it to be like a worry. Like, why can't I just like be in a band or whatever? You know, I don't know. But also the nature of like what I'm doing. Like I like the, uh, not that my arrangements and my compositions are amazing or anything like that, but I enjoy that aspect of it, you know what I mean, and, like, I'm definitely open to collaborating again, like, I don't plan on stopping making music anytime soon, I'm sure, like, I'll collaborate again, I'm sure I will play in another band, <laughs> like, yeah. like, I have before, and it's super fun, like, and definitely gets lonely up there by, by yourself, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, like, in time, but that's part of, like, what I like about it, too, is, like, just, like, Basking in that solitude up there, and like it's just terrible sometimes. I don't know. I'm definitely, I enjoy being a solo artist to some extent, though. Who knows? <laughs> who knows what? Ne- who knows what's next? I like the idea of like. I was just working on a project with these guys. I helped do a, like a, the sound the music for a play. Um, oh, cool! A playish thing.
0: A play, okay. A is it a play thing, or what it is like... it? What is it? <laughs>
1: well <laughs> No, it was like projected images. My friend Cole, like he drew a bunch of like transparency sort of things with these like crankies apparently back in the day they used to have like big paintings and do that and like have a band and like have a painting that they would just like scroll like on two scrolls and like make it move and it was like a show like before movies and shit yeah um so it was kind of based off of that anyways but i like got to play with a band for that like a little ensemble or whatever and like was just talking to those guys um and it's fun and that, you know what I mean? Just, like, different types of musicians have a different approach to, like, different things. And I'm just still figuring out and was that, what I want. Or yeah, was that, like, a situation
0: where kind of, like, music was already, like, composed or, like, somebody else already had the idea and you were just kind of, like, brought in to, like, execute some things that already existed and just kind of, like, play a part and just play along with the group? Or were you, like contributing original (laughs) ideas to this as well
1: um (laughs) i'm just laughing because this just ended the show was last week at last thursday at the new hazlet and (laughs) i wrote i wrote this one part called the molina ballad or whatever it was just like this little like sort of like eerie like town theme or whatever so i did get to write something like cool kind of gave us some things to like listen to like this is like the vibe I'm going for or whatever like and then assigned like different parts to different musicians and then we kind of just like build off whatever like the other person had created for that part or whatever so
0: cool
1: yeah so yeah and then we called me the Molina Ballad Machine because we just like kept bringing it back and I was just like
0: ah, <laughs> what? oh like every time a certain part happened <laughs> yeah, you the, yeah okay
1: exactly I've been watching Twin Peaks again because it's fall it was like great day hit I was like Time to watch Twin Peaks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I love how they do that in that show with, like, the different, like, little, like, themes for different moments and shit like that. I think it's cool.
0: Are you into any uh, film composers or anything besides Twin Peaks? Do you, like, whenever you're watching movies, do you, like, notice yourself getting lost in, like, scores or kind of being like, wow, that's really cool how they did that sound design and things like that. Do you pay attention to that shit?
1: I definitely do. I'm not great with, like, uh... Remember, you know, like I don't know actor names. I don't oh, sure, know, sure, like, sure. Who anybody is. But half if you the hear time.
0: or see something cool, you're like, yeah, I know that, or I recognize that.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. My sister like is into film, and my dad's into like TV and stuff like that. So I definitely have like a background of like watching all that stuff, like all the visual elements in the sound design, like even just. Huh. Even just in Twin Peaks. I know you're like, you don't know, anything other than Twin
0: Peaks. No, no, no. No, I, I, no, I, I didn't like mean it like anything other than Twin Peaks.
1: No, was, no, for sure. I'm trying to think of another ex- a good example. But I just noticed it today because you just were like, do you ever notice that? And I was just like, not necessarily a musical element, but it was like uh, just some of like the little like sound design stuff that they did. And I was like, ah, you
0: motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful. Because <laughs> a lot of that is like really intertwined with what, you know, you do as an electronic musician and uh it's neat like when that light bulb clicks on and you realize that but like oh this is all kind of the same world i remember when i was younger and just getting into electronic music and always thinking of electronic music as like techno or drum and bass or like some weird Aphex twin stuff mm-hmm. or like the prodigy like to me that was electronic music but then when that light bulb went off in my head that the majority of hip-hop was also electronic music but just different sounds composed in different rhythms and different timings i was like whoa <laughs> it's all the same it's just like different and then like i started like going back and that was like whenever i actually really got into hip-hop was whenever i started it wasn't even like listening to it it was more or less learning that i could make it (laughs) and then just getting into like finding that style of music production a lot more interesting to me than just like doing like some electronic like or on the opposite spectrum of that doing a lot of like really complex sort of like drum and bass like glitchy drums like real busy electronic music is like a happy medium that I found in hip hop where you can do stuff a little busy and you can also simplify it and then have a nice groove it has a groove I like the groove
1: yeah I love I love hip hop it's a secret swamp walk fact <laughs> No, it's, it's not it's a not, secret no, to me. It's no secret to you, of course, <laughs> or most. I'm always like, "Hey guys, just so you don't forget, I like hip hop. Like, it's just like the <laughs> genre that like I enjoy going to the shows. Like, even stuff that I sometimes like wouldn't like, like w- necessarily or appreciate for think it's genius or anything like that. I just love like the energy of hip hop, and that has definitely drawn me in. And I think that's it's influenced me a lot too, like getting into like more electronic stuff. I mean, again, I'm not like sampling and stuff." just yet anyways though i've started to think about that too or i'm you know i have my sample library sitting sitting back mm-hmm. there <laughs> i mean you can always Cut sample your drums. own
0: your own self do vocal samples <laughs>
1: sample yourself
0: <laughs> you could sample little guitar loops you could do all kinds of stuff
1: yeah totally no i've thought about it. i mean i did that one track meet you were there <laughs> yeah <laughs> they let me in sometimes and i'm always like oh god <laughs> I just love it. I love it. There's so much good energy in hip hop that I appreciate so much. No. I find being... it fun. I find I appreciate it greatly.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. No, being in like ciphers and stuff like that, that's like a whole nother level of intimidating that like I can't <laughs> even do. And I've been fucking playing shows and rapping for like ten years. Still, you put me in a room with other rappers in a circle, just like spit something. I just like, I still freeze up. It's like I had never played a show <laughs> in my damn life.
1: It's horrifying. I and there's th- a lot of puff, like puffing in hip hop. And not always, not always in ciphers and stuff, but I notice it. Like, me as like, cause I have like a insecurity complex. I'm like, I'm a girl, like a guy, I'm a musician, like, and I just like puff up and I'm like, I'm gonna do this just to show that like I'm here. Like, <laughs> And sometimes it's terrible, well, but it's, is... it's definitely scary, but it also can be super fun. That's the only reason I continue to rhyme and, like, occasionally is because I find it really liberating at moments. Like, doing it, pub- like, super publicly, like, no thanks, really. And as, like, a lady, like, I started rhyming for a while, and then people are like, oh, yeah, you're just gonna rhyme. Come on, come on. And it's like, oh, God,
0: no, It's like you're getting this extra mood. pressure just put on you immediately for no good reason other than the fact that it's like, oh, The girl's gonna rap. The girl's gonna. It's just like, (laughs) shut the fuck up, okay?
1: And track me, track me, track me every Thursday. (laughs) I'm doing plugs like crazy. But they're really cool about it. Oh, yeah, they're awesome. And they don't even do it. It's more so like if they saw anybody who rhymed, I think once, and they would be like, come on,
0: like, come
1: into the cipher. I just have like a complex. And surprise, surprise, like, women do deal with shit, you know? (laughs) Oh, totally. Not always, and I'm someone who sometimes, when I'm feeling insecure, I'll just be like, "It's because I'm a woman." Then people are like, nah, I don't know." So that's always a tough balance to be like, "What? If? When is someone like treating me like just because I'm a woman, and when am I acting crazy?" <laughs> it's a tough. It's a tough one to figure out. Is that something out. that
0: you find yourself having to reckon with often, like out, like people actually? being, like, some type of way towards you for being a woman in the music scene, or... I mean, I don't think it's
1: ever blatant. It's all the same stuff that you always hear. I'll give my seal of approval that like all that shit's real like cat calling real people skipping being in a line of like three dudes and you standing there and then like skipping you that happened to me once recently in the past year and i was all mad i was like i'm i'm a producer too like i'm playing like they just skip me you know what i mean like dude me dude like just skip shaking my hand and like again and that's it's frustrating and part of my initial gut reaction once is like why'd you do that it's because I'm a lady is it because I'm a lady <laughs> but then you have to be like be chill <laughs> no. mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff with that you know what I mean I am trying to be chill not because dudes tell me to but because it's good for you I think to like to remain calm and like not get worked up about s- small stuff you know not that I'm saying that small or whatever but it just I feel like it ultimately does me better in life in my life to just kind of not get fired up all the time and save that for <laughs> fire for, <laughs> for, you know, stuff that needs set on fire, like hard body. So I don't know. But it's there. It's definitely there, I think. I mean, I try not to overthink it, but it's a it's a work in progress. Because uh, sure. <laughs> sure. it's there. It's definitely there. You know, like being a female musician definitely has a certain – different sort of baggage with it than like being a man
0: Mm -hmm. and I can imagine too just I mean I think just like going back to what I said earlier just being an electronic musician to some degree and having like a game boy in your setup and (laughs) getting going up to play a show in some circumstances is probably just like super awkward to begin with but then like (laughs) adding like other things into the equation that shouldn't matter, but for some reason matter to some people. It's probably a pain in the ass occasionally. Just be like, hey, I'm a person and I'm making music. Check it out. Calm down.
1: Yeah, no. Don't worry about me. (laughs) I haven't I haven't honestly had very many bad experiences. Like 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 really bad things or like people like and Getting mad about what I do. You know, that's really the Game Boy is like a safeguard. Like, people see a Game Boy, like most people. <laughs> More often than not, it's going to be somebody like, oh, Is that a Game Boy? <laughs> like, What's that glowing up there? Is that, what are you doing? Like, you know, it doesn't matter what you do. It's like, Oh, it's a Game Boy. Mm-hmm. Like, that's fun. I used to have one of those. Can I see it? Like, <laughs> I don't know. So,
0: <laughs> going back to the Game Boy and music. <laughs> production just a little bit more before we wrap it all up have you ever considered adding a second game boy <laughs> to your setup
1: i love that first of all i love that you're like let's just bring it back to the game boy for a minute no i do i have a link cable i have a second game boy my other ones in, I well, I play thought, in, yeah. in the shop like so that i can oh, have okay. the pro audio mod and everything you know the backlit screen which is surprisingly necessary for oh, yeah. shows like um, and I definitely want to. I just got that Volca Beats, and I'm like trying to link that up. Um, but I'll certainly be running two Game Boys, maybe for the, even the the next EP or whatever it will turn out to be. Yeah, just because I run out of channels for sure mm-hmm. sometimes. <laughs> yeah, cause I,
0: I I thought about that second Game Boy question earlier, and then as predicted, we sidetracked. <laughs> But I wanted to come back to it because I think that overall, the thing that just really intrigues me about you as a creator is just that you just genuinely seem like doing whatever the fuck I want to do. And you're just doing it. And it's aw- it's awesome. I love that spirit. Like, it just doesn't really seem, you know, you meet people, I mean, It's very subjective to say when somebody's doing something for the right or the wrong reason. You know, everybody has their own reasons why they do stuff. But I feel like Swamp Walk is a very genuine, not (laughs) contrived thing. And it's just, it's nice to see. Thanks, man. You're welcome.
1: (laughs) I have fun doing it. I really do. Sometimes I don't, but whenever I get to the bottom of it, you know. Makes me feel something. Makes me feel everything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now you have a an album coming out, which we have mentioned. We're just, we're gonna plug it, and you have a show. You're doing you're doing some type of a, a live event, right? Yes,
1: November eleventh. November eleventh.
0: Gooskies. It gooskies. Cool <laughs> gooskies. Gooskies with
1: a G with a hey. Um, <laughs> yep. Gooskies November eleventh with Vacation, Bat Zuppel, and Telopez. Um it's gonna be a dope show. I'm excited. Come drink beers with me, definitely. I'll be I'll be I'll be drinking beers. I'll be hugging people. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. It'll be a big relief to have it done. Yeah, and I'm hoping to drop the album online November fourth, give it a little
0: cool. Are you doing any any physical media for this release or are you just going digital?
1: Um, I'm going to be putting out, or I'm on this label, Unread Records and Tapes. They put stuff on records and tapes. <laughs> so the album's going to come out on tape, and then I'll put it online, and I'll probably have some CDs just uh printed out, just for the heck of it. Cool. In case you have one now, of those things around. <laughs> now, if I
0: come to this show, this is a, I'm calling you out right now, okay. all right? You're going to have to reckon with this shit. If I come Whoa. to this show, or is this merch going to be available for sale at the show?
1: Sikes. You <laughs> doubt me, bro. No, it will. I've already talked to Chris of On Red. He asked me what length of tape I need. Cool. I need the 47 minute one. That's right, everybody. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's
1: going to, yeah. And it'll be printed and ready. There'll be tapes of that show. And I'm sure CDs too. Cool. I'm only calling you
0: out because you graciously brought me a lathe cut. <laughs> That I remember you mentioned that you had, and then I think I saw you maybe at least two shows, maybe one, one or two, where... You were there, but the the lathe cut was not there. I wasn't able to acquire. It. I
1: probably had it. If you ever want Swamp Walk merch, just come find me, and I'll be like, yes, I have it. I just don't sell merch because I'm too scared. Okay,
0: so that's <laughs> the cheat code. You have to actually. That's the
1: cheat code. Just come talk to me, and I'll probably just give it to you because I'm still like, ah, <laughs> doesn't doesn't feel right. You're so nice. I have it. But yeah, just You're hit me gonna... up. I'll I'll have a merch table. Walt. My friend Walt's gonna sell merch at this show, hopefully. So
0: you might need to <laughs> work on your 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 merchandise. My uh, merchandising. <laughs> your merchandising practices before you consider going on tour. <laughs> Yeah, just for sure. A, It'll just be easier professional. To there. Maybe. <laughs> no,
1: I know that's the hard part. It's hard. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's like again, you have that like love for something, and you just want, and you know this. And oh, there's yeah. a, there's a way to do both, and it is almost like disrespectful to yourself, and like what some sort of thing where it's like you should sell it. You know, like believe in yourself and like sell your fucking merch, and like give it to somebody if they really love it and like mm-hmm. don't have money or something. But
0: well, I'm, it's a tough.
1: I, it's another skill. Like I'm not good at sales.
0: Well, I always i <laughs> I look at it from just my own perspective, you know. If I'm at a show or I have friends that are doing something that are just that's I think is really cool, I don't even think twice about like like hell yeah, I want that tape, I want that shirt, and then just like I know how much it costs to get this shit made, so it's just like you know. Granted, if I see something ridiculous, which I never do, but if I was at you know, a show at City grows, and someone was trying to sell a one-color T-shirt for twenty-five bucks. I'd probably go tell them to fuck themselves. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh my god, it's so but, you hard. You know, though. like, it's so but hard. at the same time, you know, you know, it's just if that's a band that's on the road or whatever, maybe,
1: maybe. Well, that's a thing too. I never go on the road, so it's always just me. And it's like I'm just like someone will buy this someday, or I'll just give it away. <laughs> like, yeah, I but
0: I know. always, I always price stuff honestly, for the shows that I'm at, you know, like if I'm playing, a, again, like if I'm at city grows, you know, I'll do like, I'll put a pay what you want on the t-shirts, you know, I print my own shirts. So my overhead's a little bit lower than others. And then some people will be like, Hey, you know, like here's, here's five bucks. Cool. Here's 10 bucks. Cool. Can I give you a dollar? Yeah, that's fine. Like, if you want the shirt and you're really gonna, you're really about to give me the last fucking dollar in your pocket for this, yeah, take it. That's cool. Just wear it. Wear it around your friends and tell them that I'm really nice. <laughs> it would be great. Yeah, that's great good. Promo. That's, what I mean.
1: that's what I mean. I'm terrible with that shit. It's crazy. Well, this was like, I printed like 15 shirts and I was like, I'm selling them for $10. Like, it's worth it. I paid for this artwork. And then I was like, I don't even know. I just hate it. I hate it. But then it's like, do you go back from, like, a $10 t-shirt? You know what I mean? And exactly. I'm happy you said that because I'm always picking up, like, little strands of hair off of people's heads. (laughs) 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 So I'm going to keep that. You know what I mean? Like, just think about, hey, where are we? Like, just do whatever. I just wish I didn't have to sell merch, so... No, I'm going to hire a merch guy and be like all of the yeah, profits yeah, go to you.
0: Just Yeah, you could you can have somebody sell your merch or whatever, but you know, don't be afraid to talk to people. Usually that's the the funny thing about this too is it's like a it's like a it's like seeing like some weird bug. Like you know, you like you see a weird bug walking <laughs> around, you freak out. But chances are the bug is more scared of you than you are of the bug, not to call people what shows bugs. But it's kind of like that same mentality. I think a lot of people with shows are probably more intimidated to talk to you in the long run you don't think this is no this is cool
1: because we're wrapping up soon yeah and it brings us back to like what we kind of originally talked about which is like me being like unique or whatever and me seeing it as like needing to go to the outskirts always yeah like i am that weird bug who just like eats (laughs) fucking weird ass berries and like other bugs it's like i don't fucking know this doesn't match up all the time but please come talk to me um I don't know how I'll be, but, like, please always feel free to talk to me, and I'll try and talk to more people, because it is a good practice. Communication is, like, so beautiful and awesome. It's just scary.
0: I'm (laughs) glad that you, we finally did this
1: podcast,
0: because I think that I was trying to get you on here for a while, and I'm glad that finally, we finally were able to do this. I mean, it makes sense to wait until, you know, you have something, an album coming out and all that stuff.
1: It's my merchandise.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You're... You're on a Sticky. press junket. This is your, your networking.
1: <laughs> pew, pew. Those, those lasers. Gun sound. Yep. Yeah. This, this is it. Okay.
0: Well, okay. Uh, I'll be sure to let people check out the links in the... What is it?
1: Bio? <laughs> no. Damn it. The
0: links in the... Description. Yeah.
1: Description. <laughs>
0: The description.
1: Description. Everyone. Yeah,
0: the links in the description. <laughs> Thanks for coming over.
1: All right.
0: And uh, we are done. Boop. <laughs> <laughs> and that is all, folks. Thanks so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. Anna is awesome. The new Swamp Block album is great, and I'm really, really looking forward to the release show this weekend, which if I can't say if you tuned in late, because obviously you're listening to this from the beginning of the episode. If you're here now, if you did manage to tune in late or walk in on somebody listening to this, I guess I'll remind you that. The Swamp Walk Us versus Them release party is happening this Friday, November 11th, at Gooskies with Bat the Lopez, and Vacation from Cincinnati, Ohio. Starts at 9 p.m. At $6, it's 6 bucks, 21 It's going to be a fucking shindig. Let me tell you. Oh, yeah. So. I'll be back again, probably sometime this week, not next week, probably this week, because I got another episode I got to get out this week. Too many friends doing too many things too close together. It's it's complicated, but I'll, I'm will i doing it for you. So I'll be back then, same time, well, I, I guess I don't know what time it'll be, but yeah, same place, same channel, you know the drill. My name is Sykes, start the beat. 2016. Woo! Woo! Thanks for listening.